hello, hello, and welcome to the Sharp Side Podcast. I'm your host, Jasperada, and joining me is the one, the only, James Bitter. James, um, Thursday night football, uh, we're, we're, we are recording afterwards. Did you get to watch? I did. Uh, can I get an honest, quick assessment of Zach Taylor? Oh, my God. I was pulling my hair out. I got a really good number, minus three. Tua got hurt. I'm glad he's okay. Um, but I felt really good about my bet before the game and especially after that happened. And I found myself uh, just baffled by most of the decisions he made. I thought he was going to punt on that fourth down instead of kicking the field goal, and I was going to start flipping shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that that call, just three running back dives. I should not go for it from, like, the half-yard line. Truly maddening, but – uh, he covered, so I, I guess I don't have too many mean things to say, but some horrible decisions mixed in. Yeah, uh, horrible feels like an understatement. It's That dude owes Jamar Chase everything and Sean McVay. Sean McVay for getting him that job and Jamar Chase for saving that job. It is I, – I, I'm astounded when I watch the Bengals play football. It, it's just like boneheaded decision, like third – like third and three run into the back of an offensive line second and 10 run into the back of the offensive line like what do you expect is going to happen dude and the other if this happens week in week out where joe mixon gets 20 carries for 2.3 yards average i mean like 24 for for 61 yards and that happens constantly i i don't get it. it it's also it's not like they were winning most of the game i would i still wouldn't really get it but i could you could sell an argument if what happened was, you know, we're up 20 and we're just trying to sit on it for a little bit. That that was not the case. They were no. they were borderline outplayed. I, I I think they were. I think two picks really helped them. Uh and I don't think they they threw the ball enough. When they when they went to the air and passed vertically, it's a ton of success. But I mean they just insisted on this run game that didn't work. Oh the other thing it's is insane. The they're missing their two starting corners and I think their main backup too. And so they have like backup and third string corners on arguably the best receiving core in the NFL, but no, we are not going to let Joe Burrow throw the ball around because you know, it's got to establish the run, baby. It's, it's just so, so dumb. So dumb. Can't, yeah. can't believe it, but they covered though. So I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good win. Good win. I, yes. I pushed. I pushed a Bengals team total over. Uh, that was that was my action. It was twenty seven. So it, it was a, a real big waste of my time. That's how I, <laughs> how I looked at it. And just they, a lucky push. The Truly. I think second and goal, and when they settled for like a twenty yard field goal, that really pissed me off. But you know what? You and everybody else who bet on the Bengals. Time to and move probably on. every Bengal fan. Time to move on. And we are moving on to, what is this, week four? Yes. Week four, week three is in the books. Um, any big takeaways from week three? Um, Off the top of my head, not really. Uh, it seems like there's way more parity this year. I don't know how it usually is, but it feels really weird only having two teams. Or it's, only, it's only one team on three, and now only one team undefeated through three weeks, I guess, one game in week four, but. I feel at this point in the year, usually there's like a handful of teams that are three and zero, and you got some really bad bottom feeders. But I mean, outside of the Raiders, who I definitely don't think are the worst team in the NFL, 
really weird to not see anybody else win this. I guess the Texans have a tie, but a lot of teams one and two and two and one. So interesting to me. I mean, you want to see parity? Just look at all the survivors that are that got nuked yeah. the first three weeks. It's like that sh- shows you right there where, and we've we've had a lot of, and also like even like just like this week in particular, you got a lot of like touchdown and under spreads. And uh, yeah, you know, it kind of paints a clear picture of what I mean, at least what gambling markets think of these games. You know, it's it's there's what we got one over uh, seven, Packers Patriots, right? Yeah, and that's a backup quarterback for the Patriots. Yeah, so and even that's trickling down. Like that was yep. ten and a half, you know, twenty four hours ago, and now it's nine and a half. So I don't know. Interesting for me, it's just I just think the Bears are absolute dog shit, and I can't believe they beat the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's uh, terrible. Bummer that so the free money parlay lost. Uh, I'll I will take the hit for the um the Eagles um over. No, we were both on that. That's mutual. Um, bummer. And there is, I do think there's a universe where that game does go over, but, um, you know, it just didn't happen. Sometimes there, you know, Eagles stalled in the red zone, I think a time or two. Carson Wentz could not advance the ball. And you know what? When that happens, your overs normally dead. So, the forward pass was optional for the commander. Uh, so some could say hurts. they were allergic to it. Although, you know what? Carson Wentz tried to step up in garbage time and Scary Terry got hot, which the old fantasy, fantasy team needed that. That was a big time. Yeah. All righty. Um, we still do not have a best bet from Austin, who is still in Europe. Uh, Amsterdam today, right? Yeah, I think he's been there. Uh, I don't know how many days, but definitely a few. Uh, he travels back tomorrow or today. I don't know how far ahead he is, but something like that. So he should be on for the next one. Regardless, we'll have a, a uh, best bet from him. Um, tweet we'll it out some Saturday, yeah. Friday, whenever. Um, that being said, you ready to roll, James? Uh, we'll do a quick record recap because I right hand goes up. I got I got to make some apologies. I'm a big man. I can admit when I'm wrong. I thought those Josh Allen and Mahomes plays were the nuts, and straight up, didn't have it. Didn't have it in me. My Non-best bet record is 7-10, and 10, but of course the best bets, which you, you should be pulling out mortgages and betting those. I'm 2-1, and 67%. Can't complain about that. And you know I'm going to be 3-1 this week. And James, the, the, yeah. the people owe you quite a bit because I got to be honest, in the we've been doing this, what, three years now? Yeah. You've got to – I don't know if you've missed 10 in the last two years. Uh. I don't want to boast too much, but I'm 16 and four and one in the last 21. I think year one, I was nine and eight. So, okay. Okay. That's, it's quite impressive. It's, it's quite yeah, impressive. It's been a good run. <laughs> Some could say 80% is good. 80% is good. And we still have not taken you to play Tory Pines, which uh, I did uh, on that front. Um, I did renew my residence card. So we actually oh, good. should, we, it's we actually should do out. that soon. Yeah. Um, also, okay, I was going to ask you a San Diego golf question that would have just been edited out. Um, <laughs> Austin is one and two, but he is six and six on the year. Hey, Austin's on the board. Hit his, hit his Falcons last week. He did hit the Dirty Birds. The Dirty Birds won. Um, I, who was I? I was, I was on the Rams. That was that was a sweat for no reason. The Rams might oh, suck, they... but they, they also dominated the Cardinals. Oh, 
okay, let me back up to another recap. The Cardinals are arguably as bad as the Bears. That is a terrible oh, football no. team. Come on now. Dude, the Bears can't complete a forward pass. I don't know if Fields has 300 yards passing in three games. But these are the Cardinals have, like, formidable weapons. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And they, they got some guys coming back. So they, they'll be better, but it's definitely a horrible start. Here's a question for you. You you can take the Bears passing offense or Army's passing offense. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I take, that, that guy well, was slinging well, the Army, it versus UTSA. Well, am, I, am, I, am I getting the Army against UTSA game or am I getting Army of the other 11 of the year where it's like, like you're probably better passing the ball than the guy who's lined up under center? Because that UTSA game, they had like prime Aaron Rodgers throwing balls down the field. By the way, bet, guys the, bet the over tomorrow night because – Here's a for our oh, non college yeah. football users. If you're listening to this Friday morning, um, MTSU and UTSA both run at insanely high tempos and they both have bad, bad defenses. So, should be, should be a shootout. I think it was over 65, 64, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, just one for the people. All righty, let's get into week four. Um, what James, you are our best bet leader. Take it away. Where are we going? All right, looking to stay undefeated, I'm going to go to San Francisco, and I'm going to take the Niners minus one and a half. Starting with the uh, Monday night game. Yep, my birthday Monday night, so it has to hit, you'd think. Um, if you look at the serious history in this game, a lot of people will tell you that doesn't really determine what's going to happen in this game. And to a certain extent, that could be true, but it, this matchup has just simply been owned by Shanahan, especially at home. Um, and I think one and a half year is definitely a little short. I know losing Trent Williams is – a pretty big deal, and he's going to be out four to six weeks, so obviously he's not playing in this one. But I don't think that's worth the line moving from two and a half to one and a half. This Rams defense has enough injuries on their own. Uh, and sure, the de- defensive line could definitely get some pressure behind Donald and company, but I just think that Shanahan runs circles around McVay, and for whatever reason, this matchup just always plays into his hands. Uh, I think the Niners are probably the, I don't want to say hungrier, but the team that's needing this a little more uh, – and I think they have legitimate home field advantage as well. So one and a half feels a little short to me. I don't have a lot here. This is more of a gut and sync play, which is pretty soft to say. But I, I think the Niners are probably a little better on a neutral, in my opinion. And just one and a half just doesn't sit right with me. So I think one and a half is short. Money line is like minus 120 right now. But if you want to look at alternate spreads, like minus three and a half, minus seven and a half, I think those would be pretty good looks here too. I disagree. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I I get that Shanahan is just absolutely dominate dominated McVay, and I do think that stuff matters, especially in the NFC West for some reason. Just like what is it like? It's uh, like the Seahawks always beat the Rams at home or something like that, or the Cardinals always the Cardinals win. always win in Seattle. Yeah, it, but like there's they just got weird stuff that just always happens every single year. Um, I just I can't get behind the Niners being better on the neutral because like if this was three, you wouldn't be touching this. Uh I don't know. Really? I, okay. I consider well, it. It does make that one and a half. I mean, it's like it's just so short. This is your best bet. That being said, I I can't get behind the Niners being a better team, especially especially without Trent Williams out. Um, I think the Rams are just taking a little, a little bit of time to get going. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know if they are this Super Bowl contender that must be feared. Uh, but 
I think they're finally getting a little something out of Cam Akers. At some point, you got to expect someone other than Cooper Cup to be able to catch and advance the ball. Um, it's looking like not Allen Robinson. I mean, uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I have him in like three fantasy leagues. He's slid in every league. I'm like, I'm getting a steal. It's like the new Robert Woods. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, right, he, hasn't, he hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> Sorry. <I had> <laughs> well, no, I, mean, I mean, it's a good point, but I do expect him to get going at some point. Um, I think it's just taking a little bit of time to adjust. I because it's. I think the other thing is, I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Matt Stafford is playing in the preseason. No. Okay. Um, and I do think that you know that little bit of game time it does matter a little bit because um, I also don't think he was um, he was inactive for a lot of training camp too. So uh, with all that elbow stuff. Uh, that so I kind of think that you know three weeks under the belt we're gonna the rust is shaking off just a little bit, um, a little bit of that Super Bowl hangovers, you know, kind of coming off. You just played a what felt like a close game against the Cardinals. Um, I mean, it did come down to um, an onside kick to uh, essentially, but the Rams just dominated that team. I mean, they they outgained them by what like two hundred yards. It, well, the yardage actually ended up being pretty similar, which is crazy. But if you look at yards per play, I think the Rams were at seven and the Cardinals were like 4.5. Jeez, that's but, but the Cardinals just ran so many more plays. Yeah. And the Rams just stalled in the, in the red zone. So that's how you get that kind of disparity. So, I don't know. I, I, just, I just think that um, – I think this – I think this should be um, a pick. I, I think that'd be fair because I think Trent Williams is that important. I think he's one of those position players who's worth two points, possibly two and a half. I mean, he last year he was arguably the best non-quarterback in the NFL. And now you don't have him for a Jimmy G who it's he just is who he is. And and I feel like that I feel like the talent surrounding him is less. Like, are we getting uh, the shell of jo- of George Kittle? I, I don't know. I I disagree. I I, I will uh, I will bet you on this one if you're willing to take my action. I hate to fade you on your birthday, but here we are. Oh, you give me a donation. I like it. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> another, another bet uh, to look for in this one is Stafford to throw an interception. I I have a side bet going with Chaz on Stafford throwing three picks, but <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but I think Stafford does throw an interception in this game. Uh, so <laughs> if you want to bet that, I don't know what this is going to be at, but anything less than like minus one twenty, I'll probably be playing it myself. So that's interesting. I I'm very curious to see what that would open at. Uh, be, I mean, well, it's it's be will minus. Be, I promise you, it'll be available. Oh yeah, uh, but. Moving on to my best bet, where we are going to Baltimore. And I got to fade the shit out of this Ravens defense. So we're taking the Bills minus three. Um, overs at 51. I lean over there, but let's talk Bills minus three. Uh, so they they outgained the Dolphins by a lot last week, but yards, yards per play was very similar. They just ran. Um, it was just uh, way more plays. 50 more plays. And so absurd. Part of that was, or no, I would say most of that was, so they scored 14 quick points when the Dolphins are going man. And then they went into like one of the, you know, like the shell cover two that basically everyone runs now against your superstar QBs um, outside of, I guess, Lamar, just because he's so mobile. But um, so it made it pretty hard for um, the Bills to advance the ball downfield. And so that's why you saw Devin Singletary um, 
with like what was it like nine catches, ten catches or something like that? Nine for seventy-eight. Yeah, crazy. And I think that another thing against the Bills last week is I think the Heat was getting to him. We saw Stefan Diggs um, cramp up. Uh, Gabe Davis was was st- still has that nagging hamstring injury. Um, I'm hopefully plays this week, but I think that in a, a little bit more comfortable environment for Buffalo, I think they score way more. The Ravens defense has been arguably the most disappointing so far this year. Um, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters look like currently look like they were injured all last year. Granted, they have made some plays, but that's just who they're going to be. And personally, like if you're going to jump routes against Josh Allen, give me that all day. Like you, it's because then at some point you're just going to get exposed over the top. So Bills minus three. And I lean to the over a little bit. James, what do you think? I concur. Uh, I think this is also one of my likes. Uh, for all the reasons you said, I think that Ravens secondary is super susceptible. You saw Mac Jones have a field day last week. Um, another little prop that I like here is I don't know what the longest touchdown line will open at, but we saw the Dolphins get pretty loose with Waddle and uh, Tyree Hill. The Bills have, I don't want to say similar weapons in terms of speed and explosiveness, but they got some guys who can beat you deep. And you know Josh Allen's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, curious to see what that line opens at, but longest touchdown over could be an interesting little play. Uh, wait, say that one more time. Last one. Uh, the longest touchdown over. Oh, whatever I, the yardage I, is. I do kind of like that. I do kind of yeah, like that. I, I'm sure it'll open probably 39 and a half. Oh, it's gotta be longer with the total this high and two offenses as, as explosive as they are. Hmm, that's I bet you it's about 50. But I still oh, kind of like that over. Uh, one last thing. Uh, Bills are getting healthier. They are – Dane Jackson played after that scary neck injury. Uh, or, excuse me, he practiced. Um, so, I would expect him to play. I think he's expected to play. Jordan Poyer was also practicing this week, who he was out – he was also out last week. And the Bills backups, to their credit, did a pretty good job slowing down Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So – uh, Bills minus three is my best bet. Still nothing from Austin, but let's get into the rest of Sunday's games. Vikings, Saints at um, in London, England. This game is being played at uh, the Tottenham Hotspur. Yep, C O T Y or what is it? No, it's C O Y S. Come on, you Spurs. Uh, Vikings lane two and a half. Total is forty three and a half. Um, James, I'm gonna give it to you. I- I've been struggling here. Uh, it's a nothing for me at this point. I think the Saints could be an interesting teaser. A lot is yet to be determined with Jameis's health. I know he's not practicing, but the conversation needs to be had. Is there really that big of a downgrade from a hurt, broken back Jameis to Andy Dalton? And I don't really think there is. Like if this Andy this Dalton is three, with weapons, Andy with Dalton weapons. with weapons, Olave, Michael Thomas is a little banged up right now too. So that's interesting to look at. But if this gets to three, I would be on the Saints here. Um. I'm really – I need to know who's starting, but I don't think it matters all that much. Uh, this just strikes me as a game that's going to be really close. Um, both these teams traditionally play pretty close games, and I haven't been overly impressed with the Vikings outside week one. Last week I thought they were really lucky to win. Uh, and the Saints, if you look at the the box score last week, I think they doubled the Panthers' yardage. Just like a, a fumble six, a blocked field goal, a missed field goal, just mishaps everywhere. And they give up like an 80-yard touchdown, just things that aren't usually typical of the Saints – um, so I think you kind of wipe that and I think these teams are pretty even. If I get three, I have to take it. 
Yeah, it did hit three for a little bit this week. Um, I lean the Vikings. It's last week was tough. Jameis looks he looks hurt. And so if he plays, I almost like the Vikings here. Um I probably won't be waking up to watch this. I might or I'll I'll be waking up to watch the second half of this, but it's it'll be tough. Um I don't know. It's I've been soured on the prospects of the Saints so far this year. I would like to be keeping the faith a little bit, but I just I don't see how they score. It's they like take big shots, which I love. You know, Olave's been incredible, but like Kamara's banged up and Michael Thomas is still banged up. It's it's tough. Stuff against uh, especially against what I think is pretty solid Vikings defense. So nothing for me here. Titans at the Colts. Colts laying three and a half points. Total is at 43. Uh, anything here for you? I actually bet the Titans plus three and a half on Sunday night. I thought I was getting a pretty good number there, but uh, bounce down to three, back up to three and a half. I just don't know how the Colts can be laying three and a half here. I know the Titans defense is really bad, but Matt Ryan is a corpse back there. And I'm scared to be laying points with him, especially in divisional game when the Titans have the recipe to stay close. Uh, Tannehill looked a little better last week, and obviously, you know, they have Derrick Henry and some explosive guys on the outside. Um, getting a field goal here seems pretty valuable to me. If I had to still play it, I'd still play the Titans at three and a half, but just a lean. Is the Titans defense bad? <laughs> it looks really bad on Monday night, I'll tell you that. It also, it, they gave up some huge plays to the Raiders last week, so that was... That's true. That's true. Also, the Raiders just just squandered a bunch of drives, too. Yeah. Fortunate in the red zone. So, I don't know. Yeah, I get that. Um, I don't know. I've got nothing, really. It's. I don't know. It's just like two teams that I don't really want to bet on. And like when this happens, I feel the same way. That being said, like, I think they're pretty evenly matched. Like, I. Like I think you can make the case that the Titans are should be like net rated better than the Colts, but at least I, even, even 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 feels right. Yeah, three and a half. Like, Indy's not a point and a half or two points better, especially in division. Yeah, I'll be. I, I don't I'll, know. Like, I'll be taking the Titans and Pickums. It's I. I don't want to wager any real American dollars on this. Just not for me. Um. Oh. I'm excited for this one. Bears at the Giants. Giants line lane three. Uh, total is at 39 and a half. And I'm on the Giants. I have to be. It's the Bears can't keep winning games. And <laughs> it, I, I don't get it. It's this is a modern NFL offense. Like this is in 2022. And I don't think Justin Fields has thrown more than 25 passes yet. Through like three games. I'm going to pull that stat up for you. T- talk to me about this game. I like the Giants. I want nothing to do with this game. Uh, I don't want to watch this game. I don't want to see it on red zone. The forward pass is optional in this game. Uh, this is the equivalent of Army playing Navy. I mean, Daniel Jones, he actually looked pretty good last week, I thought. Um, but he was running the ball effectively. You know Fields is going to be doing the same thing. That Giants rush attack has actually been really good. It's been the only thing impressive about their team so far. Or, sorry, Bears rush attack. Um a three in such a low low total game and two teams that I just don't think should be two and one in any universe. I mean, I'm probably going to pass and just take the Bears plus three and a half pickums. Okay, you got that stat. Uh, Forty five passes in three games oh. this year, averaging th- fifteen passes a. Uh... 
<laughs> 15 passes a game. That's insane. Uh, and do you now, want to guess how many yards he has passing? That's uh, less than 300. That, 297. Sure. Goodness gracious. Now, can we talk about something a little more important? Yeah. All right, let's talk about the injury report. Okay. Here, he, he, they've got because they've got some names on here. Ready? Rokon 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 Smith questionable limited practice. Cairo Santos personal likely playing. Dave Montgomery did not practice. Robert Quinn did not practice. Uh, Jalen Johnson, very good corner, did not practice. And then I believe Eddie Jackson might have been on here too, but I don't see him. Dane Crookshank did not practice. So got a bunch of you got a bunch of DBs not practicing. And a few linebackers not practicing. And now it's for the Giants. It's like Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepard, Wondell Robinson. So like basically like their entire receiving core. Why aren't I, I? I should be betting this under. That's what I should be doing. Um, listen, you could do what you want. I'm just not going to touch this. And You're right. Hope I, I never I can't see bet it. An under in this game. Okay. I. I don't. It's just. Mm. But then again, like the I feel like the Giants aren't that like this. Just complete shit show. They at least have a good coach. Yes. And well, the, I, I think the O the line is decent. I don't think you can say the Bears coach is bad if he's got them at two and one right now. Yeah, actually, that's I a mean, great point. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I will give you that. He he deserves an A just for being two and one at this point. Who they playing? Triple option and running it effectively. Yeah. Who they playing the first game? Niners in a monsoon. That's right. That's right. I thought that was going to be like, you know, uh, oh, okay. It was it's because they were, you know, it was directional rain and, you know, 30 mile an hour wind. So Justin Fields only threw 10 passes. I was wrong. <laughs> That's just their offense. They won one, they won one game that way. And they're like, oh, works for us. Keep doing it. Then they won another. So, yeah, Giants minus three for me. Chargers at the Texans. Texans plus five. Total is at 45. Texans beat the Chargers last year. I believe at SoFi, right? No, uh, in Houston. Okay. Um, anything here? I lean the Texans or like a Texans team total over? Yeah, I think – I thought you and I both like the over here. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, two things I see here. Chargers injury report, especially on defense, very concerning. Uh, last week we saw the Jaguars put up 38 on them and – there were just no signs of any stops coming for the Chargers. Joey Bosa will be out for a while. A lot of other concerns on that defensive guys who could be out. Um, and then on the offensive side of the ball, it looks like Keenan Allen is now practicing. Um, so if he gets he, if he gets to go here, maybe we see this Chargers offense step up. I just think it's also a pretty good buy low for both these offenses. Chargers offense look really good at points in Kansas City. Uh, the Texas offense has been just pretty bad, but against the defense is banged up as the Chargers. I just don't see how they get many stops and. Davis Mills hasn't been good, but we saw him cook last year against the Chargers. I don't see any reason he can't do it again. I think 45 is a little low here. I think both these teams get into the 20s, and maybe maybe someone gets to the 30s and we see this get into the 50s. Yeah, I think this is a little bit of a dangerous survivor spot here. Um, Texans have been um, somewhat competitive in all their games. Right? Who they play week two? They're 3-0 ATS, I believe. I think you're right. Um, so, uh, I can see it coming close. Plus, it's I mean, Rex Burkhead torched them last year. I feel like Damian Pierce is a better runner than that, and their O-line is better this year. So we could be getting the same thing once again, especially with no Bosa, J.C. Jackson possibly out, and now Keenan Allen's hamstring is barking up again. He may not play. Um, oh, I thought he was practicing. I don't think – I, I think he uh, 
sat out again today. Could just be oh, rest, okay. though. Could just okay. be rest. He did practice earlier in the week, so who knows. But um, even then, it's a way better Texans secondary. And um, so it's, I think this is a pretty solid Texans team. Uh, so it's – I think that the Chargers will get theirs, especially if they need to – if they're in a negative game script. They're going to be chucking the ball all over the place um, if they are losing – especially to the Texans after last week. You can't, you can't, I know the Jags have a pretty good squad, but you can't lose the Jags and Texans back-to-back. <laughs> heads, heads, heads would roll if that happened. But um, so I don't know. Uh, I pass on the side, but I do like the over. I think we get a lot of points. Davis Mills has been average, if, if not slightly, slightly below, but he can move the ball a little bit. So give me the Texans over 45. Um, moving on to Seahawks at the Lions. Lions lane four, totals at 48. Um, you said, did you bet the Seahawks plus six? I did. Would you bet it at four? I would not. Okay. I think, I think those two points are big. I think a lot of this line movement has been because of the Lions injury concerns. Uh, and I think six was too big to begin with. The Lions, I, th- I think I saw a stat when they played the Commanders. It was the first time they've been favored in a game since. I, I think maybe 18, 15 games, something crazy. Uh, and that was like minus one, minus one and a half. And this thing opened at six. I think the Seahawks are definitely better than the Commanders. And sure, you can upgrade the Lions a little bit, but six just seems crazy. Uh, and the Lions are prone to playing close games. I mean, we saw them squander a 14-point lead last week against the Vikings and lose outright. And the week before against the uh, Commanders, I think they were up 22 nothing or something, maybe 25 nothing. Uh, and that game got real tight at the end. And I was actually worried because I was on the Lions. And I think this is the spot if you're going to be on the Seahawks, which is a pretty good time to back them. Uh, Geno Smith has been pretty good as an underdog. Pete Carroll has been typically a pretty good underdog coach. Uh, just lost a pretty winnable game at home. I thought they looked okay. Um, defense definitely not very good. So I think there could be some points here. But if I had anything now, I saw a Seahawks team total of 21. I'd look at that over. That would be the only thing I'd touch here, though. I think I disagree with that. Um, I love – I think I, I've – I've almost talked myself into – I'll try and pull up the team total real quick. But I saw 27 and 21 earlier, which is, okay, okay. doesn't make sense, but just gonna that's what that fast had. Online real quick. Um, 27, 21, spot on. Um, I, I think that I've been weirdly impressed from the Lions defense, um, j- just ignoring the Eagles. And Weirdly impressed. They've given up 38, 27, and – 28. Yeah, but like Akuda, I think this is a significant step down in offense. And I think that this is almost like a good buy point where like Hutchinson is off the injury report now, which is a good sign. And he's leading all rookies in pressures. He's also been getting double teamed a lot, which I'm not sure the Seahawks can afford to do. Um, and like the Seahawks, they have a couple of linemen on the injury report. Um, and Jeff Akuda has been just shut down. So if, um, you know, if you don't get a big game out of DK, then I think that makes what the Seahawks want to do a little bit more difficult. Now, of course, the issue is that the Seahawks are going to run the hell out of the ball and they might be able to do it on the Lions, which, you know, don't think that would be – I think that's where I would lose this. But then again, if a team is moving the ball by running it, then that's – I guess I guess I would live with that. So I I lean team total under. Um, 
I also think we just see a more. I don't know because Dan Dan Campbell. I was going to say we might see a more conservative game plan, but he's just always aggressive. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like recency bias kind of affects the team when you know they went for it, didn't get it, and then they tried that field goal and didn't get it. Although I guess they kicked the field goal and it didn't work. So who knows? And that's why they lost. But I don't know. I lean Lions. I just think we're going to get a better result from their defense. Than what we've seen. So I'm gonna check DVOA, right. DVOA real quick, see where they're at. 22nd. So not good. Not good. Seahawks 30th. 12th yeah, offense. Their defense is terrible. That surprises me. Detroit 7th, 7th in offense. Yeah, their offense is a unit. <laughs> or has been. Hmm. Interesting. You want to try and guess who's last? Kind of surprised me, honestly. It's got to be the Broncos. <laughs> defense? Oh, defense. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, uh, defense? Oh. Raiders. No, it's the Jets. Raiders are oh. 20th. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A little surprised. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. So this is interesting to me. So your Broncos are 22nd. In offense, yeah, it's that's oh just that's God. just bad that's coaching. That's not right. That's bad coaching. That means they're not going for it enough. Um, where was I just looking? The Colts are last by a oh, lot. That that can make that makes sense. Yeah, and then thirty first is the Bengals, which really screw you, Zach Taylor. You deserve that shit. Um, moving on to what's next? What's next? What's next? Oh, another outstanding game. Right after we're talking Seahawks Lions, Jets Steelers. And I got to bet on this. <laughs> uh, Steelers lane three, totals 41 and a half. I really like the over here. Um, it's a fade on a really crappy Jets defense, like we just found out, and a really crappy Steelers defense, who is now I feel like they're going to be a little bit better than, than I expect them to be. 12. Hmm, that surprises me. That being said, they I, don't, they I think don't, a lot of that weight is void from the first game from week one. That yeah, that would yeah. make a lot of sense. And so, no TJ Watt anymore. Um, I think that defense is shot. It's he is so important, and then when he's not there causing havoc, I just think it makes it. It's just so much easier for opposing offenses to do what they want to do. Jacoby Brissett just lit them up, which and on top of all that, they were awful against the run. So. You can't stop the run. You let bad quarterbacks throw on you. It's just a mess. I think 41 is way too low. Or excuse me, 41 and a half. I think this should be close to 44. And then Zach Wilson comes back. We know he has a penchant for aggressive plays, whether that's throws downfield um, or interceptions. And we know he has a penchant for dumb plays, which can mean interceptions in his own, you know, by his own end zone. Um, on the flip side, honestly, I thought Mitch Trubisky looked pretty okay. He uh, Thursday night. I also like a week to prepare for, uh, or a week plus to prepare for um, the Steelers. I think we might get. Um, it's very apparent that in the beginning of games, when Trubisky like doesn't have to ad lib, that he does much better than when that's not the case. I just kind of think he sucks going from like read to read. You go back to his days with the Bears, where he was really only good throwing to one side of the field. And then when defenses made him like made him go look to the left or the right, that's when 
that's when it all fell apart. And I think that we kind of see something similar now. Um, so I think Steelers' skill talent can get it done. Jets' defense is awful. They're going to give up points. Steelers' Jets over 41 and a half. You made a great argument there. Uh, I was pretty neutral on this, but I'm going to hope that this maybe drops to 41. And wait a sec. I don't really think missing out on 42 is that key, but no, 41 not. is. So I'm going to wait a little bit on that. Uh, another interesting angle I heard, so you talked about Zach Wilson being back. The volatility of how he plays, all the big plays and maybe like some dumb plays, he'll have games of brilliance and games where it just looks like he's like playing for the wrong team or should throw left-handed. Uh, it kind of makes me like a Jets money line in like a round robin, something like that, or just a money line parlay uh, with how crazy he can be and maybe it turns out to be really good this game. And we know the Steelers aren't very good, especially as a favorite. Um, I think that could be worth a play here. And like you said, the over is a pretty good play too. Yeah, uh, I don't mind that at all. Um, thoughts on, I don't know, part of me, any Zach Wilson, like, I guess I'm betting an overs. That's kind of speaking on my ass here, but I just wonder if we're going to see anything different just because he's been banged up or if it's no. going to. I, I feel like if they're letting him play, it's probably pretty full go. They were okay. like discussing like week one and two, like he could come back a little sooner. And then Joe Flacco won week two. And I think that bought him another week. But yeah, I think Joe Flacco is pretty bad. And that's why they made the switch. Yeah, that makes sense. Eagles, Jags, Eagles hosting. Lane six and a half points. Total is at 45 and a half. Um, I believe you like the Eagles and the T's, correct? I do. So you're not afraid of the Doug Peterson revenge game? No, I, I think that's overblown. Uh, I think six and a half is probably a little shorter where this should be. I've just been so impressed by the Eagles defense. Uh, if you take out that fourth quarter in garbage time, week one against the Lions, that defense has just been outstanding. Uh, seven points or 10 points against the Vikings last week. I mean, they just made the commanders look like a JV offense. So I really like what I've seen on that front. I like what the Eagles have done offensively too. They just seem like a wagon right now. Uh, and on the other side, you get Doug Peterson come back in town. He gets his homecoming. Uh, and yeah, there's the narrative of revenge and emptying the playbook. But I just think you're selling extremely high on the Jags here. They come off a win 24 nothing against uh, – the Colts two weeks ago, shut them out. And then last week, this touchdown underdogs coming in to the game before the Herbert news, uh, beat them outright 38-10. And now you're going across the country. I just don't think it's a great spot, even with the revenge angle. Six and a half, a little short in my mind. I'll be taking the Eagles and Pickums, but I think the Eagles make a great leg for a teaser here. Yeah, it's just the Eagles just feel like this wagon, right? Yeah. Where it's – it almost feels like they have no weakness. And when that happens, it's kind of hard to see. Like, I get why they're laying six and a half. Yet, yeah, then again, Jack's been so impressive. Um, I'm not going to buy in yet as like a, you know, as like a, maybe not a Super Bowl contender, but like a playoff, you know, win a game or two kind of team. But it's, oh, this that made me think. They're plus 230 to win the division, right? Let's take a look at their oh, schedule. Oh, the Jags? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me pull that up. Let's take a look at the schedule real quick. Um, it's try, try and find soft. our buy point. So, Eagles this weekend, then this hosting week. Texans. So, let's wait next week because I, I, I think they lose too. So, it's wait. Hopefully, they get blown out and maybe we get a number approaching the threes. 
Um, who do you think? Who would we need to win? Maybe the Texans win. That'd be nice. Uh, and then the Colts, the Colts winning. Colts winning would be best because the Colts, as it stands right now, are Favorite. even to win the division. Yeah. And the Jags are at second and plus two hundred one according to Bet Pass. But the Colts win and a Jags loss. I think that flips. Colts will definitely be minus, and I think the Jags go probably closer to plus three something. Yeah. So I, I think that's definitely my buy point. Yeah, so I'll be rooting for an Eagles blowout. Don't know if we're necessarily going to get that, but it could be nice because I think that's I think this Jags team is the best roster in the division for sure, and it's been very impressive what what Probably they've been able coach to do. Too. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, I'm kind of out on Reich, and if it's not Reich's fault, then it's Matt Ryan's fault. Which, I mean, that's that's not better. So. Yeah. Um. So nothing. I do lean under. Um. Both defenses have been very impressive. That's that's really it. I, I've got nothing on. I think the Eagles, that the fact they go up-tempo with leads, it just kind of scares me away from that. But, you know, if it ticks up a little bit more, you potentially get bad weather. Might be something to keep an eye on. Commanders at the Cowboys. Cowboys lane three, total 41 and a half. Um, oh, you, you got a little chub for the Commanders, correct? I do. I got a little ch- Commander chub, but I'm waiting <laughs> on a number. All right, talk about it. Uh, so this is similar to the Jags argument. Uh, Cowboys two weeks ago, plus seven at home against the Bengals, went outright. Last week, slight dogs against the Giants, went outright. And now you're getting Cooper Rush. I think it's his fourth start ever. He's 3-0, but all three games are coming as an, as an underdog. Um, I just think this is a weird spot for them and maybe a bit of kind of a letdown. Uh, you get a nationally televised game win that, and then obviously the Bengals came as a huge game. Nobody really gave him a chance in that one. And then you get command- the commanders on the other side who just got eviscerated in back-to-back weeks. I think you're getting an extremely good buy point here, especially at three and a half. The three, that half could be so key in this game. Um, and yeah, I think the commanders probably a bottom five team in the league, but just find this line to be three and a half just isn't right in my mind. So if you see a three and a half pop, that's definitely a bet for me. A three, I'm probably just looking to pass. I got nothing on the total here. It's going to be just kind of like a hold-your-nose game because I think the commanders are just so bad. But it's it's really I think that three and a half is so valuable here. And it's just such a weird spot for the Cowboys. Super big letdown spot or the potential for it. So I, I don't know. I'm just not sure if I can get there with the letdown spot. Um, I do lean the commanders. And honestly, I don't know why. It's, um, it's also a lot of gut play for me. I, I don't I feel know that. why I like it so much, but it just feels right. <laughs> you, like I said, you got to show for the commanders. I'd show for the commanders, man. <laughs> um, I think if the best way to attack the commanders in this game would be money line. Um, it's just, they just, I feel like they come with so much volatility where they can get blown out like they did last week. And you know what? Go you ahead. Know, no, finish first. I'll, I'll, Get my thought after. Um, and at plus one fifty, plus one forty five. Um, I just think that's you're being, you know, pretty well compensated for that volatility, and it's we. I think there's a discussion to be had about the Cowboys potentially being Super Bowl contenders um, when Dak comes back if he's healthy and ready to go, because this defense is incredible, and with how. With how poor I think most offenses outside the Bills have looked around, um, I mean, the NFL for sure, but just the NFC in general, really outside the Eagles, 
Like, is there one offense that you're that gets you really excited? Like for me, it's the Eagles and the Lions. Like they've passed the te- passed the tests. Oh my gosh, lisp there. But um, <laughs> I mean, no, you're kind of right. It was good. So far, the most impressive offenses to me, I think, are Eagles, Lions, Falcons. <laughs> the Seahawks actually have looked okay too at times. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like. Vikings oh, Vikings too. That's a good offense. That no, that, that's a good offense. Um, but I don't know. It's I and so like I think that makes like a truly elite defense, which I think the Cowboys might have, like all that much more important. And so, can they win the Super Bowl? Are you asking me, or are you? Well, just yeah, like loud? it is. Uh, it's, just, this is a podcast. But uh, sorry, I, I thought you were just kind of <laughs> like going on a monologue there. Um. They could thirty-three I, to one. I don't think they're going to be getting any home games in the playoffs, and I don't think they can win really like that on the road. I know defense travels, but I just don't think they have enough weapons on offense. Getting Gallup back will help, but I see. I receiving core has not really impressed me to this point. I don't think it's the weapons' fault. I think just think it's the O line, if anything, which is kind of a weird thing to say about the Cowboys. And like Mike McCarthy blows. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, there is a team. On bet online right now, they are in he- ahead of the Browns at fifty to one, ahead of the Jags. Don't necessarily agree with that, but the Jags, I understand why. They have the same odds as the Indianapolis Colts. They are behind mm-hmm. the Vikings, Broncos, Bengals, and then Niners and Chargers, who are all twenty to one at the twenty to twenty-five range. It's. Are you going to tell me the Browns? The Browns are fifty to one, uh, but like, can we have a conversation about the Browns? So listen, man, I'm I'm all ears. And that is, I think that's criminal. Am I overreacting to a Thursday night game where they just kick the shit out of a really bad defense? No, man. Brissett looks kind of good so far, but they've had a soft schedule. So that's true. We'll we'll save that for the next one. We'll get more into it. Okay. Are are the Browns one next? more thought? Yeah, one more thought on this game, though. Oh, yeah. Talk uh, to I, was, me. I, was, I, I cut you off through. a little bit. No, you, you had a good th- little thought, though. Uh, I think if I don't get three and a half, I'm going to target Commander's first half in the first half money line. Uh, mm-hmm. If they're going to cover this game, it's sure they're definitely not going to be coming back from, coming from behind. Yeah, they're, uh, cho- they're choking just, with the lead, too. It, yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> Parsons in that pass rush is just going to make Carson Wentz's life hell, but they can definitely catch the Cowboys sleeping in the first half. The Cowboys have had some really, really bad losses in crushable first halves under McCarthy, too. So I think if they can catch the Cowboys sleeping a little bit, they can get a lead and catch that first half ticket. So that I might like be that a lot. That, I, that might have a, a little whiff of a free money parlay on it. Yes, I love that. I, 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 I am a fan of that. Okay. Um, now let's talk about Browns 50 to 1 because yes. the Browns are traveling to Atlanta. Um, I know. Do you like the Browns or do, do you like the number right now? I know you have a bet on the uh, over. Yeah. Indifferent. I, I would bet the Browns for sure this number. I've I've thought about it minus one. Which is but I don't know. I, I'm just gonna play the over and maybe like a Browns team total, something like that. Okay. Um Falcons getting a point at home, total of 47. Let's talk about the over really quick and then um we can talk about the Browns kind of at large. Yep. All right. So I'll start on the over. Both of these defenses have looked terrible. 
just terrible. I mean, the Falcons' defense has given up points to everybody they've played. To their credit, they actually played well for one half of the season, and that was the first half of the year against the Saints, and then they completely collapsed at the end in typical Falcon fashion. But um, it's kind of crazy. I think I texted this the other night to you guys, but if you told me that this game in week four would be like the fourth highest total of the week, I would like laugh at you. But I look at this total, and it's my favorite total of the week, and I just don't see who's getting stops here. I think the Browns can run the ball really effectively. The Falcons' rush defense has not been good. If you want Chubb overs, I like him. Not just because he's on my fantasy team, but because he matches up well here. Uh, the Falcons' offense has been a pleasant surprise. Mariota's used his legs pretty effectively, been a pretty good passer. They've run the ball well with Cordero Patterson. Their weapons are good. They actually used Pitts last week. I think it a did. lot of things. Yes, How about those overs? Come on now. I, for, I actually forgot to tout that in the beginning. Yes, that was a very good bet. I was on it too. I just think this, like, 47 is a little too low, and I think both these teams score. And I think both match up pretty well stylistically. Uh, another big factor in this one is Miles Garrett was in a car accident. He is okay, but his status for this game is still in question. I'd assume he's most likely to go if this total keeps dropping like it is. But at a flat 47 is such a key number. Uh, I liked it a little bit at about 48 and a half, but now it's come down to 47. It's it's a play for me. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um I'll co-sign. I haven't bet it yet, but I would like to wait and see uh, Miles Garrett's status. Um, that being said, it's uh, you also brought up Nick Chubb rush yards earlier in the week. Um, did you mention that? I did. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I tuned out for a little bit, but um, I that's something that I I really like too. And um, but I would like to talk about the Browns as a whole. I don't have that big of an opinion on this game. I think the numbers where it's supposed to be. Um, Falcons aren't a great team. You know what? No, I think the Browns should be favored by more. I think this I is a really totally good. Agree. I think this is a really good football team. This should be three. The Falcons' defense is still a mess. Um, I'm going to really choose to ignore uh, results from a Seattle game that I I don't. They they won. They won. That was a, a good result. I, that was fair. Um, against the Rams, they were able to score, but it was like BS. They shouldn't have covered. On top of that, it's a Rams team who I'm buying that is starting out rusty. And I think they're going to be a whole lot better than that. Um, and then who'd they get week one, the bucks, right? Yes. I, um, and then they win that, um, did they, although I think they did cover, right? Um, I don't remember. Or did they, I don't know. I kind of forget to regardless. That's a bucks offense is, uh, more or less as disappointed so far this year. Um, wait, were you talking about the Browns? I sorry, I spaced. No, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the Falcons. Again. Falcons. Oh, they played the Saints week one. Oh, they did, and they and they covered. James came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They covered. Um, okay, that, that was a good result. Uh, that, but that being said, I think the Falcons are going to be challenging for the uh, top pick in the draft. Um, this Steve, this defense is awful. I think Drake London is really good. I don't know what offensive rookie of the year odds are at this point in time, but I mean, I would got to think that he's the favorite. If not him, then. Olave. Yeah, I mean that would make sense in my mind. Probably like seven to one, eight to one each, um, five to one in that range a little bit. But um, I, the Browns have I think more or less passed every test. I think that that Panthers game was just sort of like, and they dominated that game too. Yeah. I the, the Panthers made a late push because there was some blown coverages in the secondary, and they got some big plays. And I think. <clears throat> weirdly enough i think the 
the worry right now is that with the Browns defense, um, I think though Miles Garrett is a little bit of a myth as you know, that that's big. He's one of, if not the best defensive player in football, but I, I think we all have high, much higher expectations of what this Browns defense is, and I would expect it to get better this year. So keeping that in mind, like what does their record need to be for Deshaun Watson to come back for them to win the division? He's he comes spending... back to the 12th game of the year? Yes. So play the final six? Uh, honestly, this is – no one ever has like a really gaudy record in this division. It's just like kind of a beat-up-each-other division, so – I mean, if they're like, because it's seven, an eleven game suspension, right? He comes oh, yeah. back week so, thirteen. Six and five, I think they still got a chance. Six and five, and I yeah. think in the AFC, definitely make the wild card. But I think in the AFC, like, that's. I mean, I'm not saying they will just automatically win out with Deshaun Watson, but I feel like everyone's kind of forgetting how, what kind of a player Deshaun Watson is, and he's a player where you put the ball in his hands and he just scores a touchdown. Like were they weren't, weren't they up 28 to zero on Mahomes in that playoff yeah. game? It's and, uh, Amari Cooper looked incredible last week. Uh, I think we're going to get a lot more out of David Bell. Um, all like training camp reports said that, that he was the dude and he's their third receiver. It's, and then you go to the running, like in joke, who's looking great. The offensive line is incredible The And what Stefanski does with that run game is truly, it's just, it's, I think only the Eagles compare. And so it's almost like a unique offense in a way where it's just, they just abuse you up front. And I think that can like, that's so valuable in the playoffs where, you know, you're tired, you're broken down. And then if that O-line's healthy and ready to go, it's, that is tough to beat. That's what that's, that was an important part of the Eagles Super Bowl run um, that year. And it just feels reminiscent of what uh, the Browns had this year. So I think 50 to one is pretty good value. I'd agree. All right. That was my soapbox for the day. Cardinals, Panthers, Panthers minus one and a half, totals 43 and a half. Um, I do got to like here. I like Panthers team total over 21. I think the Cardinals defense is an absolute atrocity. The Rams should have scored way more points last week. And I think three touchdowns should be, um, you know, three touchdowns for a push is very easily attainable. However, the status of Christian McCaffrey does uh, does matter, so I will be waiting until a little bit close to game time to play this. But um, that's like that's it. It's Baker Mayfield throws the ball downfield. I think he sucks, but I it's a risk taker. I want risks in the team to the lower department, so just not in the red zone, please. Uh, thoughts here? You like the Cardinals, right? I do. I like the Cardinals on the money line. Uh, I think the Panthers are a bottom fourth, fifth team in the NFL. All right. When does uh, Rule get fired then? Or do you think he lasts the season? I don't know. I, I I don't know the schedule off the top of my head, but I'd imagine if they hit a little skid and end up like two and six, I mean, the seat gets really hot and we could see him fired midseason. But I just haven't been impressed by them. Week one, I thought they were incredibly lucky to only lose that game by two. If you look at the yards, um, I mean, they were outgained by 100 yards, and yet they still scored 24 points with only 260 yards of offense. Week two, losing to the Giants, and they got all that steam, bad loss. And then last week, if you take away one 80-yard play, they are more than double. Uh, they are more than double outgained by the Saints, and they won by like what nine points. 
Uh, I just think they've been pretty lucky at this point to have the results they have. Uh, and then on the other side, you could say the same thing about the Cardinals. Don't get me wrong, but I like their playmakers more. Uh, I definitely don't trust their defense. I don't like their head coach, but I like Kyler, and I like some of the weapons they have on offense, and I don't think this Panthers defense is that good. Uh, and if I'm getting plus money here for the team that I feel is probably better, uh, I'm going to take it. I think the Cardinals should win this game. So plus 100 on the money line. I like it. Put it in parlay. I can't really refute your hey, Panthers th- there's, team total. There's a scenario Cardinals where we both is terrible. Won, so. I, I guess we can root for that. We can root for that. I just – I've got zero confidence. The Cardinals offense looks really bad too. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's not good. Yeah. They need Hopkins so bad, so bad. Yeah, they do. Because he just bails them out when, like, they need that play to keep drives going. So, they need more than that, but that would be a, that'd be a start. Well, yeah, that's, that's they do need more than that. But I just mean to be – for them to be, like, relevant for a playoff yeah. push. Um, Broncos, Raiders, Raiders laying two and a half, total 45 and a half. We were talking about this earlier. Broncos, this teaser leg is – I might make, like, four open teasers. I'm not really in love with – any other teaser leg this week, but maybe the Rams. I think I'm going to make a bunch of open teasers with the Broncos and then just cry when the Raiders win by nine. Huh. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm totally on the same page as you, though. Uh, I also kind of like this under. I think it's pretty correlated with this teaser leg. Both these teams have played pretty close games all year. The Raiders are just one of those teams that's allergic to getting a big lead and holding it. Um, and both these offenses did not look good. The Raiders' defense looked really bad. The best unit in this unit in this game so far has been the Broncos' defense. And I think that continues here. There's no reason it shouldn't. Um, I don't really have any interest in betting the Broncos straight, but over seven, over seven and a half, eight, getting eight and a half, that feels amazing here for two coaches that have been pretty conservative to this point. Uh, I think we kind of get a punt fest. Like this under a little bit, but Broncos put it with the other favorite teaser leg. I love it. Yeah, it's. I just think that's the place to attack it. Um, I think that the Broncos are going to be able to run the ball in the Raiders, um, which I don't really think they've been able to do all year. Who the Broncos play week one? They won. Uh, they lost. Or no, the they beat the Texans. Oh, that game was ugly. Yes. Oh, that was the over. <laughs> Hated that. <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. Um. <laughs> Because I watched, I watched the whole game thinking, well, I feel like I can still do it. I just need, like, overtime and, you know, a touchdown here. And, and eight wait. more field goals. Yeah, exactly. Eight more eight more field goals. Eight more punts from the 40. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett's going to bone me, but that's fine. Patriots at the Packers. Packers lane nine and a half. Total is 40 and a half. This is an interesting game. So, it feels like Mac Jones is out. Um, He's out. I'm like, and, I think it's almost confirmed. I really want the Packers to lose for survivors. Um, it would just really benefit me a lot. I I just I see no world where this is a possibility. So now the Packers are definitely losing. Well, no world. No, that's none, a strong. That's none. a strong sentiment. Am I jinxing uh, this well enough? No. Okay. Uh, figured not. No, I, I'm kind of kind of on the same page as you. I, I really want no part in this side. I, I You could talk me into an under here, maybe a passing total under, but, uh, I mean, the Pats' defense hasn't looked very good. The Packers' defense has been really, really good. 
And I don't I just don't see how Brian Hoyer gets anything started. Maybe if they bring in Bailey Zappi, we get some fireworks, but Brian Hoyer Brian Hoyer does not move the needle for me. So it feels like a waste that they're not starting him. Yeah, I I mean maybe they're trying to work him into the system and you just know what you're gonna get with Hoyer, but I mean if you're gonna go on the road and beat the Packers, you want a guy like Zappy or maybe you know, like a Zach Wilson who's just gonna like he's gonna look incredible or is he gonna look like the worst quarterback on the planet. And you you ride with it or you die with it. So yeah. that's just my opinion. So yeah, I, I just I don't know why they're get that a lot. The old horse. Um I don't know. I just don't have much of an opinion here. It feels because I also I don't really want to lay it with the Packers because this feels like a game where um the Packers score, you know, they're up 17-3 in the first half and then they just kind of sit on it. Maybe yeah. they score a touchdown and but like, you know, maybe they just put a couple backups in and you know, let Brian Hoyer just kind of matriculate the ball down the field. It's it's definitely a game where the the pass could cover, but it's never that close. And Packers the Packers are just asleep at the wheel. Oh, I don't think I like that. I just, it's another spot where I just don't know why the Packers would be super motivated into this game, especially after winning in Tampa Bay. That's true. And you're getting a backup quarterback. It's like the it's like the Dallas spot where they could come out a little flat. Who do the uh, Packers have next week? Do we know? Let's let's find out. They yeah, have the Giants. Out. So, ooh, ooh, definitely look ahead. This is in Germany, right? <laughs> no way. Is it N- North Umberland Development Project in London, England? What the hell? In the apartments? Oh, this is just the same Tottenham. Oh, okay. Tottenham Stadium. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that was called that. Learn something new every day, right? Um. Yeah, so I don't know. There's nothing to be bad here. Save your money. Avoid, avert your eyes. It's going to be boring. Feel like that it would be. It would be something if that was the highest scoring uh, game of the week, huh? Oh, it'd be remarkable. Um, let's move on to Sunday night. Which great, great Sunday night game. You get a rematch of a Super Bowl. Mahomes versus Brady. It's a line to pick. Um, I know. The Bucks offense has been struggling, but just well done, NFL. Well done. Um, totals at 45 and a half. Uh, Bucks are at home. This game was supposedly going to be in um, Minnesota at some point if they needed to move it because of the hurricane, but it's looking like um, the game's going to be played in Tampa. So the Bucks are a pick. Um, when, it's, when it was rumored that this was going to be in Minnesota, um, it was Chiefs minus two and a half. Um, your thoughts here? You have anything? I lean to the Bucks. I think uh, the the offense has been terrible, like you said, but they get uh, Julio Jones back this week, and I think Godwin was trending towards playing. So that's two gigantic weapons. Um, the Chiefs' offense also has not been world beaters like we've seen in the past, and the Bucks' defense has just been really good, like like we expected. So I think get him at home here. The Bucs could definitely win this game, and I think they should probably be small favorites. I don't think the Chiefs are two and a half uh, points better on neutral like that line implied earlier. Um, just to kind of go over injuries real quick, um, Godwin um, didn't practice today, but it was deemed a rest day, so it does feel like he is going to play. Um, Tom Brady, full, full participant. Logan Hall, full, full participant. Julio Russell Gage, limited. 
Dalvin Smith limited, but it feels like they're all going to play. Akeem Hicks out or did not practice. That does that is important. Um, on the flip side, um, Mar- MVS did not par- uh, participate. Bucker did not participate again. Um, with the fact that they just waived their kicker, I feel like that's kind of significant. Um, so, you know, injuries on both sides. Uh, especially, you know, Chiefs losing a deep threat. Not that they have none of those, but could matter a little bit. I lean the under, I think. Um, Chiefs defense has been incredible so far, especially compared to last year. Um, Bucks defense has been arguably the best in the league. I think 45 and a half feels a bit high, but then you look who is throwing the ball for both teams and you kind of understand why. Um, nothing. Don't. I'm sure I'll find a first touchdown score and a who's a Chiefs receiver that's lesser known that's going to be like 25 to one I can waste 20 bucks on. Oh God, uh, Sky Moore. Uh, yeah. Sky Moore first touchdown. That, that could be the move. That's yeah, not, that not might be angle. it. That that might be how I uh, enjoy my Sunday night, and then flush twenty dollars down the drain. But it's fine because I'll be making it back on Monday night when when the Rams win. So that that'll be good. Alrighty, anything else? Um. Mm. Uh, one more angle I liked. Sure. Um, if you could find the Charger or sorry, the Chiefs at a small price, yes, to be division winners in the AFC West, I like that a lot. Packers Chargers, too. Yes, Packers as well. Both those I like a lot. Um, I saw Chiefs minus one ten and minus 120, I think, pretty broadly. And I saw the Packers minus 135, minus 140, pretty broadly. I think both of those are immediate buys. Yes. Um, And so, you know, you get this, especially with – you could honestly wait a week with the Chiefs, hope they lose two and two. Maybe the Chargers win. I mean, the Chargers should win. They're playing the Texans. Um, Although, when we talk free money parlay in a sec, I do have – I do have something I'd like to throw throw out at you. Okay. All right. Um, so also if the Broncos win, then and the Chiefs lose, they're in first. I don't really know what that number is, but could be. I don't know. Especially because they have a much easier schedule than the Chiefs. That's really the only thing that worries me. Chiefs have a pretty hard schedule. I just so. don't think the Broncos offense is that good right now, but there's plenty of time for that to change. Yep. All righty. Free money parlay time. Um, one thing I'd like to offer, and you can chew on it uh, for a little bit before we decide, Texans money line. Mm. Um, I'm looking at uh, offensive ratings for uh, so far the season. Chargers are second to last in rushing, and that's where the Texans struggle on defense. I and honestly, like, I would. I think does that help the Chargers, or does that just mean like? It- or it bails the Texans out because the Chargers can't do it. I think no it bails the playing. Texans out. Yes. I think I we're agree. just I think Eckler's just kind of old now. And I think with like Herbert's banged up, Keenan Allen might not play. And the Texans secondary, like their defense was 10th in passing DVOA on defense. Which the Chargers were eleventh. Mm-hmm. So I mean, can we is it fair to say that we can factor in a slight step back for the Chargers pass or pass offense? Yes. A little bit of a step I, up in I competition. 
I think yeah. that, you know, and, you know, we would need the Texans to play much better offense than they've been doing. Cause uh, you know, I white knight for Davis mills, but it's not like he's been great or even good. He's just kind of <laughs> been a warm body. Um, but think about it. Think about it. It's uh, it's a little aggressive. I won't lie. I won't lie. Um, what was the first half we were talking about? Uh, uh, so the commanders, Cowboys. Yeah. Commanders. Uh, so that number is at two and a half. Do we just want to forget the two and a half and take the money line? Because I, I don't think they're going to be tied half. I think it's the game where they catch the Cowboys sleeping and they take a lead. Or Fortunately, I don't have that up right now. One sec. Uh, the commander's first half money line is plus 135. Okay. Spread is two and a half. Mm, like 14-13. That, that wouldn't worry you. It is Ron Rivera. He likes to kick field goals. Yeah, let's just, all right. Let's take the points then. Two and a half. We got four or okay. five legs, anyways. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, what else were you thinking? Uh, Bills think minus three. Were, yeah, I feel like we got agreement there. Um. Chargers uh, Texans we, over. Yeah, that I don't have too many overs. We we made that mistake last week, but right. do we want that one or do we want the Falcons Browns over? If we go Chargers, uh, then I think I'm going to want the Browns in there. I Sorry, if we play the Chargers over, I'm going to want the Browns minus one in there. I like that. I like that. Because then I just went on and on about that for like 20 minutes. So I feel like if I, that's not included, then what's the point of even doing this? Yeah, Browns <laughs> minus one then? Yeah, I'll put it All right. in. All right. Uh, and then the Chargers Texans over. We we agree on, yes. Forty five. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I'm thinking we did share a little bit of a common mind on Titans, but like I, I just don't want to do that. If we're being honest, I wouldn't mind that. Let me let's take one more scroll through. Oh, um, Steelers Jets over. I'd rather do that than Chargers. Oh yes, yeah, let's, let's do that. Oh, the Chargers over? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Or a Steelers Jets instead of that? Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Right now. Uh, that's 12 to 1. This is just four legs, so it'd be Bills minus three, Browns minus one, Commanders plus two and a half. Uh, Jets Steelers over 41 and a half. Yeah, I like that. I can write that. Okay. So 12 to 1. Just one more time. Bills minus three. Browns my or Browns minus one, Commanders first half plus two and a half, and the Steelers Jets over forty one and a half. There's your free money parlay, everyone. Very quickly to recap, um, my best bets: Bills minus three. I like the Giants minus three. Chargers over forty five. Steelers over forty one and a half. Broncos Raiders under forty five and a half. Panthers team total over twenty one, and screw it. Eagles Jags under forty seven. I'm gonna add that in there. Jags have a really good rush defense. Uh, for Jimmy, the birth, the birthday boy, best bet, uh, Niners minus one and a half, and Stafford to throw a pick. Um, Falcons, Browns over 47. Bills minus three. Eagles in the tees to a, or a two minus a half with Broncos plus eight and a half. Broncos plus eight and a half is – that's my favorite bet this weekend, but that doesn't count. Uh, Chargers, Texans over 45 for you. And then we will fill – 
you all in on Twitter with Austin's best bet. I think we're heating up, and I like this for you. Reno last week. That's right. That is right. All righty. Thank you guys for listening. Excited for another weekend of football. College football is especially great this weekend. I'm pretty pumped for Saturday. But this is an NFL show, so the afternoon games are so bad. So bad. I. Yeah, well, another weekend of football, and you know what we're going to do. So let's go win some money.